Are we going to start early? Sure. Oh, in that case, live from the sportsbook room at the Hard Rock Cafe and Casino in Area 51, welcome <laughs> to Sci-Fi Saturday Night. I am the Dome, welcoming you to another hour or so of semi-interesting talk about science fiction, science fact, comic books, and the geeks that love them. Joining us tonight from the Four Color Vault of Comics in Manchester, New Hampshire, we have Illustrator X and the Dead Redhead. Excelsior! Good evening, everyone. <laughs> wow, that was semi-expressive. Nice job, guys. <laughs> From the Austin Brighton Hellmouth, right outside of Boston, Massachusetts, Kriana, how are you? Actually, the Hellmouth is in Boston, technically. They just call it Brighton. Oh, oh really? And which tea stop is it? Um, <laughs> I believe it's Chestnut Hill. I was going to say pretty much all of them. <laughs> Uh, we have an interesting show for you tonight. Joining us in the second half of the show tonight is the amazingly beautiful, talented, and wonderful Tracy Lee Quinn. Hope I'm not hyping that too much. Uh, <laughs> not at all. She deserves to be hyped. Um, but I got to tell you, having met her once and being a fan of her work, yada, 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 outstanding. Absolutely. Um, and when we post the show, we will have links to her work. If you're going to be with us in Boston at Boston Comic-Con, Tracy will be there with us. I know you have something you wanted to start the show with, X. Yes. Uh, I do just want to say that uh, our we word reached the Four Color Vault of Comics today that our longtime listener, um, Empress Sith, have, has actually fallen ill. She's been hospitalized. Uh, we just want to dedicate tonight's episode to her. Our heart reaches, you know, goes out to our fans. We love you. We miss you. We hope you are well soon. We love you, Empress Seth. You get well, hon. That being said, and you having said it, let's talk about this week in sci-fi. What's new? What's happening? Who wants well, to start? I think you do. I do? Spider-Man the Musical is dead. Yay! You know what they said? They they were like, Spider-Man the Musical. Bazinga! She's out of control. (laughs) Uh, No. Evan Rachel Wood quit the production this week. Schedule conflicts were the official reason. The reality is simply that she got bored of waiting for a role that was announced 15 months ago to finally happen. If the show ever does happen, it'll still be worth the wait, according to Cummings. Uh, Alan Cummings? Yes. Yes. And I doubt it. (laughs) 
<laughs> Didn't Bono do the music? Yes. Thank you. Okay. I'm, thank you. I'm thanking the spirit of Jack Kirby because that's as close to God as we get here. Thank do, you, do, Jack. Do you realize that the show is actually called Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark? Yes. What? Yes. Worst title since Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> Although Eyes Wide Shut was a much worse movie. Oh, my God. Uh, let's not go there and scare away the listeners now. I'm just saying thank you for saving us from another U2 soundtrack. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But now that Spider-Man the Musical is dead, what, what could possibly take its place? Talk X-Men to the opera? <laughs> I want to go back to Evil Dead 2, the musical. I want to see that. Well, that actually, actually that got some good reviews. Yes, we just did. haven't heard. We haven't actually seen it ourselves, but. It only How about Dollhouse, the animated series? Dollhouse, the animated series? Ouch. Well, I mean, it would take three acts to, before it really kicked in, I guess. <laughs> I think it would be over. Anime style. I'm just imagining John Eliza Dushku with humongous eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, eyes. Right. Awesome. Are you kidding me? Mm. So, I mean, Joss, if you're listening, let's go, babe. (laughs) You know, this this is the way to do it. Speaking of Josh Sweden, did folks hear about um, uh, Neil Patrick Harris is going to be the head Smurf in the live action Smurf movie? What? Yeah. Yeah. Smurfette. <laughs> Doctor Smurfable. That has so so many. It's I, I, wrong. Don't, I it's don't even wrong. know what to say. Yeah. I, I just I'm speechless. But I mean, I, wait a minute. Which Smurf is the head Smurf? So he's Papa I Smurf. I would think because they said <laughs> Smurf. So I'm guessing it means Papa Smurf. Oh, I think pa- so that's funny. a miscast. Papa Smurf. There's only one person who was born to play Papa Smurf. Sean and that- Connery. <laughs> I was going to say Christopher Lee. <laughs> okay. No, wait, you're one. right. Search is an anal suppository. What? And, uh, Where are you guys going with this? And let's switch that topic right off of there. Sorry, that was a beer. Sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Now, speak now. Uh, for a case of good casting, though, it was announced a few days ago that Hugo Weaving himself will be the Red Skull. Hugo the- Weaving is my hero. I yeah. love Hugo Weaving. Oh, man. And you know what? He already proved in V for Vendetta that he can do a whole movie where you don't see his face. That's right. <laughs> I'll tell you, uh, for those of you who never saw V for Vendetta because you believed the bullshit hype that... Uh, uh, the bad press that it got, you missed something wonderful. Please hang up and try again. Go out and rent uh, the damn thing. No, you didn't. No, 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 no. It is so. It's a no, 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 no. We no, are no. split in this house about that. No. Um, well, you're they... entitled to be split in the, in, the, in the vault because, you know, you need to lock him in when I say stuff like this. Uh. <laughs> I, um, I have If seen folks it. don't know <laughs> the is, just for a few of his roles, yes. he was uh, Mr. Swizzy. Well, he was no. He, remember, he, well, as again in Lord of the Rings. Okay, you guys need to stop said, fighting. Wait a minute. No. One at a time, guys. No. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Welcome to Cage Match Science Fiction. I'm we, just uh, going to be contrary. <laughs> the new name of the show is Thunderdome. <laughs> 
four hosts enter. enter. Only one leaves. <laughs> we all like Hugo Weaving, but we're very militant about it. Yeah. Clearly. He was in the Matrix. He was in the Lord of the Rings tr- trilogy. Yes, he was. No question about it. That he was a. Did he, he's a terrific actor, and you know the role of the Red Skull is you know something that's pretty much tailor made for him. Oh yeah, looking forward to it. At least he'll do a better job on that than Megatron, because anything associated with the Transformers movies. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That that's phoning it in for a paycheck. And you know what? I was very surprised. Ten, ten nominees for Best Picture. Transformers was not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but in The Matrix, Hugo Weaving next to Keanu Reeves made Keanu Reeves look like he only has one expression. When we all know he has two. <laughs> Thank you. I was wondering where you were going with that. <laughs> you know what? Hot Tub Time Machine didn't get any uh, Academy Award nominations either. And I don't I understand that. It. Well, that's because it was released this year. It'll get it for next year. Oh, okay. It's going to mm-hmm. sweep next year. I mean, come Maybe on. Maybe you'll get a Saturn Award next year. A Saturn Maybe. Award? Why? What's a Saturn Award? That the Saturn Awards are given he out. He says, is, aiding you, the segue. There we go. Look at you. The Saturn, <laughs> Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Films, every year for the past 30, 36 years, uh, nominates films... Uh, for uh, best picture, best actor, yada yada, all that neat stuff. Yeah, and uh, this year uh, has been an interesting, interesting year for Saturn Awards. The well. best action adventure thriller films of the year. Now, just the fact that they have categories, best action adventure thrill. Are you sure these aren't the Spike Awards? Uh, yeah, I'm also pretty sure they're not the Rotten Tomato Awards either. Mm. Although, best action adventure thriller were 2012, which frankly put a bullet in my head. Snore. Uh, Brothers. What's Brothers? Exactly. It's a, it's a place down the road. <laughs> Pizza joint. Uh, used to be a strip club. Thank you. Amen. Uh, Good night, the everybody. Foot Locker. Inglorious Bastards. Yay. I'm sorry. I love that movie. And nothing to be sorry about. Not a bad flick. Law Abiding Citizen. Ugh. The Messenger. And Sherlock Holmes. Woohoo. Which was pretty to watch. Yeah, great. So's a sunset, then it's gone. Um you know, I'm yeah. sorry. Just looking over the the Saturn Awards site, I think this is proof that we just have one awards show too many. Because, I mean, let's face it, there are nominees for Drag Me to Hell. <laughs> I mean, nothing in that deserve movie it. deserved to be nominated. No, I don't care if it's Greg Nicotero doing the makeup. Come on, people. <laughs> Except the goat. The goat was funny. There was I got, a goat. I got okay. one for you. Best goat. I got yes. one for you. Best performance by a younger actor, Taylor Lautner, Twilight New Moon. Uh, Up against, uh, up against, wait, wait, wait. Up against Brooklyn Prue, 
the time what? traveler's wife. Oh. You she know, was the daughter. At least the MTV Awards, they don't make any, they, they, they just come out and say, look, we're going to do best sandwich. Because there were a lot of movies that featured people eating sandwiches. Yeah. Remember that? There was yes. a movie that they gave the best sandwich award. I only cared that they gave a lifetime achievement to Godzilla. That's all I cared that was, that was about awesome. the MTV Awards. They did have fun okay. things. Okay, but what I want you to look at is the best science fiction film of the year. Where is it? The 246. Wait, where? Where is that? Wasn't listed? that on Torchwood? I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Best production design, Snore. No, 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 no. Best science fiction film, Book of Eli by Warner Brothers. Where the hell is, where? You go to the site. I'm on the site. No, you're not. Yes, I am. There's a second page. Oh, my God, because they don't have enough. Two separate links there, X. Work with me. Uh, and the viewer numbers drop. <laughs> <laughs> Book of Eli, Knowing, Moon, Star Trek, Transformers, and X-Men Wolverine. Of those six, X-Men Wolverine? Uh. X-Men Wolverine, Transformers, and... So Transformers did get a nomination. From these guys. From the Saturn Awards. You know... Saturn, I think that's aptly named. It's it's about a distant gaseous body. <laughs> no, actually, Transformers was up for an Academy Award for sound editing. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. Yeah, Megan Fox's no. boobs did a great job on the sound editing. <laughs> Best horror film, Drag Me to Hell. Yeah, that's great. Um, it was not. <laughs> wait, best, wait. One of the six best horror film: Twilight Saga, New Moon. Uh-huh. Yeah. How there, is that horror? Well, there is a sense of horror. There's <laughs> horror when you watch it. I was, I was horrified. Yeah, the vampires sparkle. What else do you need to know? And then, then, and then you get Zombieland. Yay! Woo-hoo! Which, frankly, isn't a horror film. It's a comedy. It's a comedy about zombies. Yeah. You're right. Like Shaun of the Dead, which was an awesome movie. Yeah, which is another awesome movie. Absolutely. Is is Paranormal Activity on there? Not there at all, and damn well needs to be. Uh, Best horror film in a decade. Absolutely. People, go go to the website and look at my review of Paranormal Activity. I was impressed. Okay. Now... Okay, so the Saturn Awards have basically proven that, you know, it's the, it's the Twinkies of, of award ceremonies. I do show, though, that they have announced the Sci-Fi Hall of Fame inductees for the year. Yeah, they have, and they got some good ones. Yes, they have. They really do. The ceremony won't be until June 26th, but they've already announced the inductees for this year will be Octavia Butler... Richard Richard Matheson, oh, the unsung hero of the 20th century. Twilight Zone. Can anybody say Twilight Zone? No kidding. Incredible Shrinking Man, Prey. Uh, which, you know, did, he, did he also do uh, Them? No, no. But, I mean, again, he's responsible for that Zuni fetish doll from Trilogy That's of right. Terror. <laughs> right. 
I'd forgotten that one. And a story that's been turned into three movies so far, I Am Legend. That's, oh, that's a great How book. Is it four? Three. Um, Last Man on Earth with Vincent Price, The Omega Man with Charlton Heston, and then uh, the Will Smith walking around by himself movie. <laughs> Yeah. But anyways, then the other um, nominees are Douglas Trumbull and, now, Rod- and Roger Zelazny. Doug Trumbull. Now, I got to admit, I am not up on some of these inductees. What can you tell us about Douglas Trumbull and Octavia Butler? Okay, Doug Trumbull, Silent Running. Oh! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you have to say. Silent Running with For the Those of you who haven't seen robots. the film starring Bruce Durham... And three robots, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Louie, yep. With the, they had like the punch, like uh, punch cards to program them, right? Yep. Ah. Uh-huh. Basically, Bruce Dern floating around in a greenhouse in space, but it was a pretty good movie. It was an awesome movie for its time. The technology that they used to produce that movie was absolutely amazing. It's beautiful. Oh, by the way, Kriana, I'm being told by Scooter that the, uh, Text chat in TalkShoe isn't working tonight. Yeah, I was told. Okay. Just I think so it just has a major lag. Oh, okay. Scooter told you this? Scooter, That's yes. right. From the Muppet Babies. Muppet <laughs> Babies. Anyhow. <laughs> Back to Doug Trumbull. All you do is you run his name through Internet Movie Database. Yeah. And uh, you're just amazed at what he's done but silent running for those of you it was it was a real niche science fiction film for its time uh it garnered a very heavy deep cult following especially in the uh mid to late 80s because of its ecological uh theme and it was very very it it was a very frightening movie very frightening movie and uh, Octavia Butler is a fantasy writer of renown. A fantasy writer of renown. And what did she write? Oh, shoot me. Come on. I, I can't be expected to know everything. Can Kriana, I? Kriana, step in quick. What did she write? I don't know. Do I look old? Uh, do I wow. look old? <laughs> I'm sorry. Anything before the Matrix is woo. <laughs> but fortunately, since I'm not old, I have incredible Google skills. Yeah. Uh, is the Patternist what? series, Kindreds, Liltsbrod, Fledgling. Clearly, Dome has the same Wikipedia page as I do. You realize uh, there's a million listeners out there going, <laughs> she has excellent Google skills. <laughs> Won a Nebula Award in 1999 for Parable of the Talents, a Hugo Award for Bloodchild in 85, a Locus Award for Bloodchild in 85, yep. Science Fiction Chronicle Award for Bloodchild in 1985. A Hugo uh, Weaving Award? I mean, what? No! <laughs> Hugo Weaving Award. Uh, That's what I want. 1967 <laughs> won fifth place in a Writer's Digest short story contest. I love it. Okay. <laughs> oh, and then our final uh, one is Roger Zelazny, who's probably most famous for Lords of Light. 
Yep, absolutely. Yep. Um, comic book fans take note. Uh, Jack Kirby once designed an entire amusement park based on Roger Zelazny's novels that was going to be the size of Disneyland. Um, I want you to think about that for a minute. And oh, wait a second. Jack Kirby, Jack Kirby designing Disneyland based on this guy's novels. <laughs> Can we? I want to go back to Octavia Butler for a second. You go right ahead. Um, in 2006, when uh, we were on terrestrial radio. Yes. Um, um, Dr. K and I flew out to uh, Seattle. When did he become a doctor? He's, he's actually a freelance gynecologist. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> he would and love to think that. We we flew out to Seattle to uh, meet with some people uh, at the uh, Science Fiction uh, Hall of Fame. And, uh, God, this is all coming back to me now. Uh, Octavia Butler had just died a month before, and she lived right outside of uh, Seattle. And they were talking about her uh, and uh, what had gone on with her. Were they doing a retrospective of her works, or they were they were thinking about doing it just then, because she had died like a month and a half before. She was very active in her community, fell uh, outside of her home, and had a stroke. Uh, oh, see, that's a shame. And it was one of those out of nowhere deals, and she was only fifty eight years old. Uh. Oh, that's a shame. Well, I think. So. Someone I know is fifty-eight. Anyway, couldn't possibly be. <laughs> that's that's double digits, dear. Wow. I think I, I, think I know someone who is. Just... Wow, you go real. You tread very lightly, young lady. <laughs> just because I'm a month away from being fifty-eight. Uh-huh. Who said it was you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I All know right. somebody else. <laughs> I do know other people. I have a life outside of Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Believe Not, what you want. All right. Now, Not that's that a lie. There, uh, let's face it. There is no life outside of Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Hey, for those of you who are fans of uh, Dollhouse. Yes. Both of you. Or <laughs> the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yeah. Ah. Or Serenity. Or Firefly. Okay. I'm Summer Glau's back. Odd. Summer Glau is back. Woo! She's landed a role on an NBC show called The Cape. Starring David Lyons, who dons a superhero alter ego to clear his name of criminal charges. Glau plays a character called Orwell. A cute but intrepid investigative blogger who kicks ass. She always gets to kick ass. Well, yeah. of course. Well, well, maybe. If you're Summer Glau, you too could kick ass. As long as Shy McBride isn't on it, maybe <laughs> Yeah. He is out no of guest appearances by Shy McBride and we'll be fine. This, the, it'll have a long life and... We'll uh, live long and prosper. So this series is called The Cape, so, I, so it's set in Massachusetts then? Um, don't know where it's set. <laughs> well, obviously, that... it's set on The Cape. I'm guessing no. Uh... Then it's misleading. It is. 
It is sad. It might be set in Massachusetts, though. They, they've been um, rejiggering the laws around here to give lots of tax breaks to film producers, so lots of new things have been set in Boston, like Fringe and Leverage and all sorts of good TV right. shows have been set here recently. I love Fringe. Yes, here, here. Good show. Excellent show. I, absolutely. You know, and I do want to just say um, the reason that uh, everyone seemed very chipper and happy lately, and, and you may have noticed spring is a little early, Smallville wasn't on last night. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. wow, I knew there was a reason the birds were chirping this morning. <laughs> you, you heard some music that was like, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> you know. But also, we should start uh, moving over to movies. Should we? Should, we should indeed. Now, um, is there a new trailer out for some sort of uh, superhero film? Oh, if you're talking about the Iron Man trailer? Yes, yes, there is. The second trailer for Iron Man is out. It kicks ass and takes names. If you it like is, that sort of thing. Uh, well, yeah. And you know what? In science fiction, we like it. We like it a lot. Now, Enough of these fuzzy little, you know, cute little kitty magician, pretty sparkly vampire, kissy, huggy, pouty crap. Oh. I want to see superheroes, and I want to see them kick ass. And this looks awesome. I I would rather see a woman superhero who is scantily clad, but it's my preference. (sighs) Yeah. Like, um, (laughs) Tom Just saying. Well, Iron Man 2 will feature the Black Widow. Yes, it will. Oh. Won't necessarily be scantily clad, but will be skin tight. Well, hey, it'll take what I can get. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Now, unfortunately, the um, the villain is a character called Whiplash, who is not mm-hmm. the Dudley Do Right villain. It is actually <laughs> although it would have been funnier if it was. <laughs> oh yeah, tying pepper pots to the railroad track. <laughs> that would have been great. But um, let's face it. Iron Man has a horrible rogues gallery. Nobody cares about his villains. Well, that's not true because there was at one point a whole series between him and uh, 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 that green guy, uh, the Hulk. Yes. Iron Man versus the Hulk for a long time. What are you talking? The Hulk is his villain? Yes. No, the Hulk is his compatriot. They are both in the Avengers. No, 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 no. There's a uh, whole yes. story arc in 1980 that had... Oh, oh pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, what? Wow. Wow. You, Did we wait. just lose part of I'm our sorry. listening audience? That was 30 years ago, you were saying? Had some static here. What? Okay, you know what? I'm sitting back now. He's going to sit in his freaking rocking chair, smoke a pipe, and bitch about the kids on his lawn. And if he gets, and if he gets pissed off, he's going to pull out his pistol and start picking them off with a pellet gun. Don't, don't, no, no, calm down. You know what happens when you start yelling. Teeth go flying. 
<laughs> I love you, Dome. Somebody has to. Dome has nothing to do with facts. <laughs> uh, well, speak, uh, getting back to movies, though, I did want to actually tie that in with Comics Corner this week. Snore. Um, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. It, uh, He's a well, little narcoleptic. As you know, the Alice in Wonderland film debuted last week to meh reviews because, let's face it, Tim Burton is not really, you know, the director you think of when it comes to Wonderland. But I did want to take this opportunity to, to re-review a book that came out a few years ago called Alice in Sunderland. And by, um, Jesus, isn't it? Um, excuse me? Sunderland? No, that's Wonderland. No. Oh, okay, Alice in Sunderland. It's by Brian Talbot, and uh, comic book uh, readers will know Brian Talbot. He's most famous for having done a few issues of Sandman, but uh, he also did the amazing Luther Arkwright series, Woo-hoo! which is, um, you know, Michael Moorcock can't stop raving about it in his reviews. Uh, he's also done some other things, but Alice in Sunderland, I think, is his masterpiece. This was a book which I'm holding up now in my hand, and it, 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 if I drop this, it's you know, four pounds, five it, pounds. puppies could be crushed. It is a huge book, and it is about the history not only of Alice in Wonderland and Lewis Carroll and Alice Liddell, but the entire Sunderland area of England and how everything ties into the creation of Alice and how Alice... Is, is the most, inf- it just goes on to show how Alice in Wonderland is the most influential novel of the last 200 years. How pieces of that uh, have changed our dialogue. It's, it's affected philosophy. It's popped up in politics. It's a, fan- a fantastic graphic novel. It, it's absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kriana, I would have to defer to you to please go and look at this to figure out what systems he must have used to create this because it's it's a masterpiece. It is every page is worthy of framing and it's a delight to read. If you don't have it, go to your local comic store or your local library. Your local library. Well, no, because Brian Talbot needs the money, so. Put down your twenty nine ninety five and buy this book. You will not be disappointed. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. All right, then. And uh, Dome, wake up. We're done. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? We said it's going to be time for trivia, and then the guest. Oh, oh, oh trivia. Well, that's very different. Never mind. (laughs) Okay, so tonight for trivia, we have an interesting question. And the question is... What is the question? Well, it's a character created by Steve Ditko for Charlton Comics that became the basis for... Oh, my God. And now it's a female, and she's awesome. Yes. She's an awesome character. Who was the voice of the computer on Star Trek, the original series? Why? Do, 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 do. 
This person also played the voice of the computer on Star Trek Next Generation. And played the Empress on uh, Babylon 5. <laughs> also, for those of you with taste. Star Trek The Next Generation. Just saying. Mm-hmm. She may so that to should be up on our website right now. Remember's mother, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Just saying. That's right. That's right. Damn Skippy. I know. What, what can our winners win this week? They could win a mashup of prints from several Comics Artist Guild members. From the Boston Comic Artist Guild? Yes. Such as? Well, who are they? Is that what you're asking me? Yes. Oh. Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> hmm. Inquiring minds would, would then find out that we have a lot of Patricia Arnold. She's a fantastic illustrator. We have some... Some bunny work. It's who, all who does who does the fluffy bunny, bunny stuff? That's Patricia. That's Patricia. That's very cute. It is adorable. It is adorable. And um, we have a, we have a print that was that was signed by several different people, and I can make out Michelle Witchy Poo and uh, Patricia Arnold again, and George Burnett wasn't there, but it's written on there that he was somewhere. So in order to win, you have to go to our website, log into our website, and leave a comment under tonight's question with the correct answer, which would be cool if it was the correct answer. It would kind of suck if it was the wrong answer, but yeah, we've had that happen. We've had that happen before. We've had that happen several times. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're all like, where's my prize? And we're like, dude, you're wrong. And then they're like, no, and we're like, yeah, huh? And yeah, it's not pretty. <sighs> Which yes, brings very us very detailed and impassioned arguments arise from this. Nah, dude, dude, Scooter would like dude. us all to sing the Muppet Babies theme song for him again. Again, I didn't know that we'd sung it the first. Well, time. I sang it the first time. Go right ahead. No, I, I'm not going to. But I, I think that if you see him on the street and you sang it at him, he would really appreciate it. Yeah, that's great. That's why I don't leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you lock yourself in the four-color vault. Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, the comics are my friends. They speak to me. That's very scary. Uh, but Speaking you know. Speaking of Scooter, he's won the trivia contest. Woo, Scooter! No way. Yep. Way. Just Woo-hoo. now, he won the trivia contest. Good for you, Scooter. And what was the answer? It was Majel Barrett Roddenberry. Yay! Who also played Loxana Troy. That's right. Yay! Ooh, yes, she did. In the and buff. Very That's right. She was in the buff Yay. periodically. Because <laughs> that's what Betazoids do. That they do. <laughs> I want to live on that planet. Thank you. <laughs> Got news for you. They don't all exercise. Oh, they don't. Didn't think of that one. <laughs> but speaking, uh, of, speaking of speaking of shapely uh, bodies. Oh Lord! <laughs> Is that really the introduction you're gonna give? Oh, um, Lord. 
No, I'll, okay, I'll defer minute, to your, minute, your tasteful you introduction. Tracy, I'm sorry. <laughs> On behalf of all of us, let me walk back to the introduction. Artwork. Yeah. I meant the artwork. Oh, take your mind. I'm going to do the introduction. At Boston Comic Con in the fall, we met a lot of enterprising, talented, and amazing people. One of the very most talented and amazing people we met was Tracy Lee Quinn. You may remember her because we previously gave away one of her sketchbooks on this very show. She's a fantastic artist and does a very unique, curvy style of drawing, and I'm going to bring her in now. How was that? Fair enough. <laughs> Thank you. Very professional. Yes. And it's connected. <laughs> Hi, Tracy. Hi. You guys are too kind. Thank you. <laughs> oh, God, she's been listening. Oh, jeez. Tracy, if you could uh, shut us off in the background there, that would... Uh... Oh, yeah, shut us off in the background there. Sorry about that. That is okay. <laughs> I knew I was going to make that mistake. I was like, Tracy, remember, turn it off before you talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's quite all right. At least you knew what it was. So. <laughs> And for those of you who are going to be uh, with us at the Boston Comic Con in uh, April uh, 11th and 12th, Tracy, you're going to be there as well. Yep. Um, I'm going to be there selling um, my sketchbooks, prints, buttons, giving away freebies. So. Well, first of all, for everyone who's uh, tuning in right now, please go to tracyleequinn.com. And take a look at some of her fantastic artwork while we do this interview, because my God, it is beautiful. Yeah, really is. I got to. Here's personal aside, as it were. Um, when we were at the Comic Con in November, October. One of those uh, months. Whenever it was. Each of us took time away from our little enclave table. We were shoved away in some little corner room somewhere. And we just kind of wandered, met met up with some artists and and people that we'd known for a while and got to look at all the uh, new artists that we hadn't met before. And uh, Tracy was jammed in this corridor that seemed to go on for miles and it was just like a corridor with tables and artist after artist after artist after artist. And each one of them was either furiously drawing or like looking around going, my God, where am I? This is like a gulag. Lost <laughs> <laughs> illustrators. It was, it was Illustrator's Alley, as I recall, it was called. And then we didn't feel so cramped in our little justice room there. Yeah, no kidding. And, <laughs> and there was Tracy... About midway through this mile-long corridor of of, of, right, of artists, and Doom. you look down and you just kind of went, "Whoa!" Because I went, "What?" <laughs> and kidding. everybody, every one of us that walked that corridor came back to the others and said, "Did you happen to see?" And dropped your name. Oh. Or, or we said, you have got to see, and then yeah. your name. Yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> we're making a blush, guys. Okay. Well, Tracy, you've um, uh, you've only been at this a short while. Is that right? Um. Yeah, I graduated from um, the Art Institute of Boston last May, so 
right now I'm just feeling the ground looking for work. So <laughs> just, right. just kind of getting my name out there, trying to at least. <laughs> But now, I mean, you have so you haven't even been doing this as a professional artist for a year, and yet uh, you've had you're going to have your second appearance at the Boston Comic Con now in less than a year, and yeah. uh, you just were uh, included in an in exhibition out in L.A. last year, isn't that right? Uh, I was um, this September with um, some really great artists. Um, <laughs> you can find the link on my site of who who else was involved, but. Um, an artist I really love, Craig Harris, um, started the whole thing. And, you know, a few months later, other artists I love were involved in the same show, like Bill Pressing and, and stuff. So I was, I was really thrilled to be involved with those names. <laughs> now, for those uh, listeners who are, who are not familiar with your work, I mean, how would you describe yourself? How would you describe your style, um, you know, what your subject matter? Um, cheesecake. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I draw a lot of skin. skin. Wow, our ratings just doubled. <laughs> Actually, they did. <laughs> Pretty much my only subject matter at the time. I'm trying to get down. I'm trying to get the courage to drop men. But right now it's women and it's curvy women and... You no. take your time with that. Don't <laughs> stay on women as long as you need to. We, we understand. Yes, X is going to encourage you to keep doing that. <laughs> as am I, quite frankly. Oh, me three. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, now I don't need to try to like go out of my comfort box. So. <laughs> now, um, first time I saw your stuff, though, at, at the Boston Comic Con last year, I first thing I thought was, oh, my God. God, we have a new Shane Glines. Um, I mean, those of you who don't know Shane Glines, I mean, very much like uh, Samurai Jack, Shag. I mean, is I take it that's one of your big influences? Oh, definitely. I love his work. Like, I I remember the first time someone showed me, you know, some drawings of his. I was like, I was blown away. I was like. The shapes he uses, like such simple geometric shapes, and just gets these like sexy women. It's crazy. Like it's amazing. His work is is I can't speak highly enough of his work. So, <laughs> can I ask you a question about one of your characters? Uh huh. Um, the one that I'm particularly in love with is the Cardinal. <laughs> I like her too. <laughs> I and like- I keep. I keep looking at her going, why isn't she in a comic book? Well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get the, the gears going for that. Um, it, when I was in college, I did a series of um, female superheroes and their villains. The superheroes were all named after Woodland characters. Um, the raccoon was one of them, the chipmunk, and um, Skunky. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. And their their villains were the ladybirds, and they were all named after birds, which were the peacock, the um, partridge, and the cardinal. And the cardinal actually is my favorite female villain of the of the three. So I like her a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean I'm you know I, I I I've been caught by this picture since I saw her at Comic Con, and it's like you know it's it's one of those things where you know. 
I could write this story. I really could, you know, about a good girl gone bad. <laughs> Honestly, you would God. like that story too. I would love that story. <laughs> We'd all like that story, let's be honest. Okay, yeah. I'm not a great writer, so do it Now, what other artists uh, do you like? Do you like I'm, to follow? I'm really heavily like influenced by a lot of the artists like gag kind of artists that were in Playboy, like um, Jack Cole and uh, <laughs> yes. Bill Ward and, Dan, and Don Flowers. And, I mean, a huge inspiration of mine is, is Dan DiCarlo, who did Archie. Yes. Archie, yep. Because everyone loves Betty and Veronica, come on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's a, way, a good way to look at it, because a lot of your characters have that sexy innocence that DiCarlo's work has. Yeah, and I mean, I I just love, I love the 50s. It's like, things were simple. 50s and 60s, things were simple. It was like, you had your cute girls, you had you had your Betty and your Veronica, and that's how it worked. And their cats. Tell us about the cats. Their cats. <laughs> their what? You, you draw amazing cats. I do? Yes. Oh. Yeah, you absolutely do. The one, so the one of yours, the fortune teller. Oh, right, right. And she's got the most beautiful, angelic little cat Aww. sitting on the uh, on the uh, sofa there. Yeah, I like cats. <laughs> I'm a big fan. <laughs> There's something, like, slinky and feminine about them that I like, so. <laughs> Do you have yeah. any cats? No, I don't. I'm actually, as far as pets go, I'm a dog person, but I like to draw cats. <laughs> I see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, and and I mean, going back to artists that I like, I'm definitely influenced by like a lot of modern artists. I'm a huge um, Jamie Hernandez fan. Uh, obviously, clearly loves Dan DiCarlo. So yeah, I love leaning um, back and looking at my bookshelf. Huge Darwin Cook fan. Oh, yes. oh. oh. Got it. Of course. Obvious. I should have even... I can't believe I didn't think of that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and... and Trying to think who else. Mary Blair, huge influence on me. Mm Mm-hmm. So now, if someone were to contact you and ask you to do a portrait, could Mm -hmm. they do that? Yeah, I could do that. I could could pretty much take any commission that anyone wants to send my way. (laughs) So how would how would one go about doing that? Just in case anyone is interested out there in our listeners, um, if you want to contact me about a commission, my email address is Tracy Lee Quinn T R A C Y L E E Q U I N N at gmail dot com, and um, also I have um, my blog is another place where I post my more recent art, which is Tracy Lee Quinn. .blogspot.com so that's probably a good way to look at my art <laughs> now, now what are your rates for your, your prints and so forth like if, if uh, we're planning to, to uh, stop by your booth at Boston Comic Con next month you know uh-huh. how much should we be saving up for you know for a nice uh, run of prints my prints well for $10 a piece um and my sketchbooks also go for ten dollars a piece. So I highly, I endorse the sketchbooks to buy them. Yeah, no kidding. Yes, yes, I've got a copy. Highly recommended. Very reasonable. 
And you also get free candy if you come to my table. <laughs> Woohoo, free candy. I, I really liked the buttons. I'm a button person. Oh yeah, and I have buttons oh. too. So Now let me ask that let me ask you, what's What's your ultimate goal with this career? I mean, if, if you could say, okay, in five that's, years... That's not a horrifyingly terrifying question, now this matter <laughs> What are you talking about? What it's called focus. But all right, I, I, what, all right, Kriana. Kriana, where do you see, where do you see Sci-Fi Saturday Night in five years? And if you don't say on top of the world, then we are ending the show. <laughs> um... I see us being able to resurrect all the dead authors that we want to talk to and then doing that. <laughs> good answer. You need, to, you need to broaden your horizons a little, but it's a good start. So, having said that, Tracy, <laughs> seriously, though, I mean, I mean, do you see yourself being more like, um, like doing like book covers, uh, doing graphic novels? What direction do you want to ultimately go in? Um, ultimately, I'll, I'll speak as a, as a total dreamer here and, and say what I would love to see happen with my work is I would love to see it animated. I, I studied animation in college, and I am a huge Bruce Tim fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would love to see something like that happen with my work. Like, I have my, um, I have the, you know, collection of superheroes I'm working with, and if I could see them be animated someday, I would be, um, excuse me, Excellent. And Dome. Yes? Why don't you tell our guest what's hanging on your wall above your workstation? What's hanging on my wall? Oh, that original Bruce Tim of yours? Oh, the original Bruce Tim uh, Wonder Woman? Ugh. Yeah, I'm <laughs> developing my ninja skills to break in and steal that. So, ah, Tracy, wait a minute, wait a minute, Tra- Tracy. You know what I'd love to have next to that? Uh huh. An original Tracy Lee Quinn Harley Harley Quinn. Oh, I would do that definitely. I would do that for free. <gasps> oh, Aww. oh, be still, my heart. <laughs> Tracy, I have here on Talkshoe one of your clients, the Bat Fan. Yeah, oh, oh my god, yay! They're just telling me how much they enjoy your work. Yeah, he bought seven commissions from me, and it was, it, it's been a great experience because I've got to draw so many characters. I just finished The Huntress for him, and oh. I had a lot of fun with that one. Nice. And I went out and I bought like Huntress Year One, and I've been watching the like, Justice League episodes with Huntress in it. So, yep, yep, nice. On her Blogspot website, there's a wonderful Christmas card with uh, Harley and Poison Ivy. Oh yeah, that is so cute. That is so cute. I love them. They're like it's. Oh, I just love them so much. They're so fun to like make up jokes with. Well, see, next next to that Wonder Woman, I've got. Five different Harley Quinns on my wall right now, <laughs> because Harley is my favorite in the world. The collection is ever growing. It is. <laughs> this one will be special because I'm a Quinn. Oh. True. I know. <laughs> I know. It's awesome. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and I also just bleached my hair blonde. So. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. Glad you warned us. We wouldn't have recognized you at the show yeah. otherwise. No, I did. 
I won't be wearing it in pigtails, but I just bleach it blonde. <laughs> what brought that on? Um, I actually thought <laughs> this is really ridiculous, but at the beginning of the year, I said, at some point, I'm going to exercise and work hard, and I'm going to go as Black Canary to a Comic Con. So I bleached my oh, hair. Oh, oh. Very nice. I was like, someday, this, and I'm, I'm, I'm serious about it. I'm bleaching my hair. <laughs> nice. Oh, my God. That's a great reason. Wow, I got to dust off my Robin Hood outfit for Green Arrow. <laughs> now, I'm noticing a theme here. Black Canary, The Huntress, um, Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy. These are all DC characters. You ever do any Marvels? I did. My sister, actually, my older sister, who, like, got me into comics, is a huge, like, X-Men fan. She's a huge Marvel fan. And I did a Phoenix for her, um which is on my website. And actually, it's funny, my boyfriend's been telling me, my boyfriend's a big Marvel fan, so he's like, we need to draw more Marvel characters. (laughs) He's going to start reading DC Comics, and I'll start reading Marvel Comics. (laughs) Sorry, we have a very spirited conversation in the talk show chat room right now about how awesome you are. No way! (laughs) Yes, it's, it's me and the Bat fan and a mystery person that grew up with you. Oh, gee. Oh, no. Who's that? <laughs> I, I don't know. But they would like to know what comics you read now, if any. Um, Right now, I mean, it's hard to keep up with everything. But right now, I'm, I'm like, going back and I'm reading things. Um, I've been reading Promethea recently. Yes! <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, Good going choice. up to get the one tomorrow because I'm just... I think I've been in a week. I bought the first four graphic novels. I can't afford the absolute, so. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. Well, it's, you saw that J.H. Williams is going to be at Boston Comic Con yes, with you. Did. I'm really excited because <laughs> I love his work. Like, oh my god! But it's, what, um, what do you think of his work on Batwoman so far? I actually haven't seen it. I'm sorry. Oh, oh. So she sorry. is so hot. <laughs> Steamy. <laughs> <laughs> Steamy doesn't come close to it. I'll have to check it out. I definitely will have to check oh, it out. Absolutely. His art is amazing and inspiring. Yeah. Anyone else you're uh, planning on? I mean, I mean, as I know you're going to be at the Boston Comic Con as a professional, and, mm-hmm. and wish you the be- biggest success there. But uh, is there any part of you that's turning all fangirl? It's like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm going to meet so and so there. <laughs> Oh, definitely. I mean, I mean, come on, um, Jim Lee. Who isn't like <laughs> jazzed about that? <laughs> I mean, yeah. There's definitely there's. I definitely like have like hired people to sit at my table and watch it while I walk around and get autographs and sketches and stuff. <laughs> no, I've done that. Yeah, there's there's a big team of people. So. Well, why do you think we bring so many people from Saturday, Saturday night? That's right. We bring the entire crew so that each of us gets a chance to drool. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I actually uh, sat in for, you know, Jamal Igel, who uh, does Supergirl now? Yeah. yeah, I actually sat in his, uh, he asked me to watch his table at Pittsburgh Comic Con a few years ago while he was going to do a, a little half-hour panel that turned into two and a half hours. <laughs> and people kept walking up to me and, go, and like walking away, and I could hear them going, I didn't know he was white. <laughs> and I'm like, um, yeah, I'm Jamal. 
please don't ask me to draw anything because it won't look right. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Do you have any other shows coming up besides Boston? Um, I'm actually looking for shows to, to get involved in. I just joined the um, group Girls Drawn Girls, which is a big group of girls. They're based in California, and they... Um, you know, we pay dues so that they can, you know, go to shows and stuff. But it's all girls that draw girls, and it's 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 really good. Like it's there's really good artwork artwork produced by them. So hey, what's the Tracy? website? Again? <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, there's a Comic Con in Manchester, New Hampshire. Oh, when is that? Granite Con in May. May May twenty third. Yeah. And if you've got nothing else to do tomorrow, we'd love if you come up to Nashua and visit us. Yeah, no, I will see if I can do that because I, I actually don't have anything to do. <laughs> it would. Yeah. Where where are you actually right now? I'm in Westford, so it. I'm not sure where that is. It's kind of next to Nashua. Oh. Oh, you're like there you'll you be like ten minutes away from the con. Yeah, I think oh, it's okay. it, the the show's off exit one. If you go to dmcomics.com. And mm-hmm. click on the link for Granite Con. It'll have all the instructions and everything there, and the guest list. The guys who do Atomic Robo will be there tomorrow. Hmm. Yes, Very we had cool. Scott Wagner on the other day. Yep, we had him on a, about a month ago. It was an excellent interview. Very cool. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Tracy, this has been an awesome, awesome half. I can't believe we ripped through a half an hour already. And yeah. it, will, it will really, seriously, honestly make our day if we see you tomorrow. Absolutely. Okay. Will. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I would really love you to come and hang out with us because you're just so much fun. Oh, thank you. You guys are so much fun, too. Like, when I went to the Boston Comic Con, you people, like, saw me and automatically were so supportive of me, and I appreciated that more than anything. Well... You know, it is one of our, our goals here at Sci-Fi Saturday Night. We want, I mean, yes, we, we do get a lot of the bigger talents and the name people, but we really want to help push people who deserve a break and need to get that career push. So please, best of luck to you. Absolutely. And anything stuff. that we can do, anything that we can do to, to uh, promote where you're going to be, and, and things you're going to do, and new stuff you've got coming out. And I really want to write a superhero novel for you to illustrate. Oh, please do. <laughs> I love that. And, and if you come up tomorrow, you and I are going to sit down and we're going to talk about it. Okay. It's a deal. Nice. Cool. <laughs> this, is the most, this is the most fun interview we've had in a while. Yeah. It really yeah, is. since last week. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying we always have incredible amounts of fun with our interviews. It's true. Maybe we really... one guest we haven't had an amazing time with yet. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You not to answer that. <laughs> okay, I won't. I must say there hasn't been one. We love all of our guests. Here, here, yes. Where, where? There, there. <laughs> but um, Illustrator X, I, I think we have some amazing guests coming up why yes we do it's time for the obligatory who's on and who sponsors this brought to you by illustrator x thank you very much sir okay on the coming up calendar next week oh boy we've been waiting for this for a while next week's episode will we will be talking to michael dougherty 
who is the producer of the Firefly sequel film, yes. Brown Coats Redemption. We have been uh, looking forward time. to this one for a while, folks. Any of you Joss Whedon, Serenity, Firefly fans, tune in next week. That'll be fun. And plan on us going long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, long, Mark's hard, time. and uncut. And, uh, oh, my. Oh, uh, you've been looking at my business card. Bazinga! March 27th. <laughs> what? <laughs> On March 27th, we will be speaking to Michael Waring of SheldonShirts.com. For... Speaking of Bazinga. Yes, speak... <laughs> yes, for all of you Big Bang Theory fans, man, if you ever wanted to dress like Sheldon, SheldonShirts.com will show you how. On April 3rd, we will be speaking to author Robin Sloan. And just confirmed this morning, on May 8th, we will be doing our Robert A. Heinlein tribute special featuring our special guest author, Spider Robinson. Uh, you stole my heart. And uh, we just want to point out that uh, that will be a special episode because not only will we be doing a tribute to Heinlein, but uh, we are going to be doing um, this as a benefit for Miss Spider Robinson's wife, Jean, to help with her medical costs. So please. Let, let me just say one thing. Jean Robinson is in her own right a terrific science fiction writer she was a professional dancer for years she's got a very virulent form of carcinoma our prayers are with eugene and we've decided uh, that we need to do something so uh, in the very near future we're going to announce uh, a way to to help defray some of the cost for your chemo and stuff our prayers are with you sweetheart yes we love you and then uh, after that, coming soon after that, uh, we will also be doing our tribute to Fantasy Grandmaster Fritz Leiber with a uh, special surprise guest. Oh, you know what? Let the freaking cat out of the bag. Well, what, what? You know what? Until we, we want to hold on to this. But ladies and gentlemen, we have an A-list author. Who Another has... A-list author. Yeah, who, uh, yeah, well, this, this is... <laughs> It should be an interesting show. Oh, let's put it this way. We're getting our, uh, our, <laughs> we're digging our trenches, getting our helmets We'll be up. wearing body armor. <laughs> yeah, this'll be a good one. But, My tongue will be sharpened. But, uh, and then we also want to say, uh, don't forget, you can meet the Sci-Fi Saturday Night crew in person tomorrow, March 14th, at the Granite State Comic Con in Nashua, New Hampshire. Go to dmcomics.com for details there and on April 10th and 11th at the Boston Comic Con Sci-Fi Saturday Night is the official podcast of the Boston Comic Con check out our guest list at bostoncomiccon.com Sci-Fi Saturday Night is also the official podcast of Comic Art House your one and only source for original comic book artwork Please visit Bob and Kim Shaw at ComicArtHouse.com for the best deals on original comic artwork. Tell them that funny guy with the fuzzy mustache sent you. Because <laughs> once you're under the dome, you can you're never get never over, over the, the dome. dome. <laughs> and you know what? I think we're done. <laughs> Is this the dome saying we're done, or...? On behalf of everybody, Tracy, thank you so much for a wonderful half hour. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. Uh, um, it's been wonderful. 
Yeah. Uh, from the fall co- four color fall. God, why can't I ever do that at the end of the night? <laughs> ah! Too much whiskey. Yeah, that's got to be it. I should stop drinking during the mm-hmm. show. I make it a promise that I'm not going to stop drinking during the show. Anyway, <laughs> Amen. The vault of comics. Uh, um, 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 um. Oh, those guys. Do remember me. And the dead redhead. <laughs> it's it's dementia sinking in. <laughs> Get off my lawn, you kids! <laughs> I, I've got my head stuck in the cupboard again. <laughs> dead redhead, I love you. I love Next. you too, Dome darling. I love you too, sugar pants. Oh, you be careful. (laughs) Hellmouth in uh, Boston. Kriana, darling, thanks for all you do. Oh, you're welcome. Life would be dull without you. (laughs) This is the dome saying, you know, I've got to stay out of the sports book room at the the Hard Rock Casino. I'm just losing way too much money betting on the Houston Astros. Good night, everyone.